0: Pleasant good evening, a Monday evening, a TGIM evening here on the Stoop Radio Show. Welcome back to another great episode of the number one radio show in all of Langhorne, PA. I'm your host, Jeff DeSharperini, with me as always, you love that, don't you? With me as always is the amazing, the lovely Miss Jewel Tatey. Jewel, welcome back to another episode. Whoop, whoop. How are we doing, Jeff? We're doing great, and uh, we're very excited to be here little chilly out here on the East Coast. So uh, tonight we're going to go a little southern, talk to some uh, southern sunshine. We have a great country music artist on our show tonight. Extremely excited to have the lovely Cherish Lee join us tonight. Yes, Yes, the tequila cowgirl herself. Very excited for this. Uh, Another member of Michael Stover's outstanding uh, field of artists. He has so many great ones brings them to our show. We always have a great time with them. We're looking forward to that tonight. We've got a couple of songs to play from Cherish as well, which we'll do a little later in the show. First of all, Jewel, happy Monday. How was your weekend? My weekend was great.
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, I made it out to two shows, not one, but two different shows, uh, one on Thursday and one on Friday. Uh yeah, I saw our guests and it was so crazy to see them live and they were both phenomenal. I had Overwinter at the Pharmacy on Thursday night and then Sheena and the Nosebleeds at the Barbary on Friday night. Oh my god. I'm even if you can believe it a bigger fan of both of these women and and the Nosebleeds. They were they were all just so great and like the sweetest people I've ever met. Like very very nice, chill, sweet, cool people so no it was it was unbelievable I took a lot of videos guys I'm gonna have them up on YouTube if you follow me on Facebook and Instagram I was trying to go live but my my stupid uh phone I got a replacement phone so the video quality is not on par I know even my pictures were bad but I will have those videos up and I will definitely be going to other shows and take better videos so more to come
0: that's awesome that's awesome we definitely look forward to that uh we love being able to see the artists that are live that come to our city we have a lot of them that are all over the country We get a lot of west coast uh tonight we get a little bit of nashville and we get uh some down south so it's hard to see all our guests we'd love to we'd love to get to see them all uh we'd love to get to sit here live in studio with them too that'd be great so you know things that we shoot for in the very near future here on the stoop radio show um We may be doing things a little bit different here tonight, Jewel, because I believe our guest is already calling in, and I don't want to make her sit on hold if she's already here. Uh, So let's go to the phone line. I believe we have country music music artist Charis. Lee with us right now. Cheris, are you with us?
2: Hey, I'm here. So I saw saw one reminder that said 7.30, and then on the Facebook post I saw 7, so I was like, you know what, (laughs) I'm just going to call in. (laughs)
0: That's all right. We'll take you. Oh, we got no problem with that. We got questions lined up. We'll play some of your songs a little bit later on. Didn't want to make you wait uh too long. We you know, we're no, very you excited guys to have so you. Great. Thank you very much. <laughs> we really look forward to this. We're so very happy to have you on. Uh we get a lot of uh, Michael Stover's artists on. One's better than the next. You're just the greatest bunch of people, so we're very excited for this. And i here' here with that, let's mix it up and get right to it. So, how are you doing tonight on this fine Monday evening?
2: I am good. I just, I was in the studio. Um, let's see. We went to go visit my dad for Thanksgiving, and we left our computers at home and, wow. like, didn't turn on our cell phones, and, I mean, really just totally relaxed, but came back and it was like we were shot out of the cannon, <laughs> but I was
3: in studio,
2: uh I, I'm starting to kind of venture into like writing for film and television shows. And, um, one, one of the guys that I was in the studio with, he told me about this, gosh, darn him, this cupcake shop that happens to be like a hop and a jump away from my house. Uh. And he's like, Oh, you've got to try this place. Ivy cupcakes. And I was like, all right, this sounds like a great idea for a Monday night. And yeah. I don't know what the hell I was doing, like but I just scarfed that whole thing, thinking that the interview is at seven. I was like, "Oh, I got to eat this quick." <laughs> oh, <And> it, <laughs> well, you know, it's
3: it was so
2: good and so decadent, and now my tummy's like, "Why did you eat the whole thing?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's National <laughs> Cookie Day, so it's allowed. We were going to talk about National Cookie Day tonight, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah,
2: totally
1: okay for yeah. for a good cupcake. <laughs> Yeah, so I figure, you know what? It's Monday. I don't know what,
0: why that what that means, but okay, cupcake or Monday day. motivation. I can... <laughs> Cookies, cupcakes, <laughs> uh, anything of that, any day of the week, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm I doing. Like I like squats to while we speak.
1: There you go. <laughs> there you yes, <laughs> I need to do squats during the show. That would help.
3: <laughs>
1: I, I'm doing squats while I eat the cupcake. <laughs> 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 I don't know if that helps. Nah. Every episode
0: every is something different. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had Steve Howie on from Shameless. He was ordering tacos and eating tacos on our show. We had somebody at Disneyland. Now we have somebody doing squats. So every week, you were just stoop. We bring you something new and exciting. <laughs>
3: hey, now. I love it.
0: All right. So let's get into uh, the important stuff, your career, your music. Um, your first single was released in October. It's called Tequila Cowgirl which is also the name of your upcoming album. Tell us a little bit about this song. Is it like an autobiography, a little bit of you?
2: Oh, you're probably going to hear dogs and baby in the background. Sorry.
3: You it's kind it. of um, – we,
2: we have a very – enough you, too. We have a very uh, colorful house. No, this, uh, this album uh, – yeah, I just – Tequila Cowgirl was, I guess, like the sliding door – of my, of my life, you know, if you, what happens if, if you would have chosen a different route in life. And um, I, you know, moving to Nashville was by far the best thing I could have done for my life. You know, I met my husband here, we got married, uh, had our baby and I've recorded an album here and a music video. And but before I came to Nashville, I was living in Texas and in a tiny town on a ranch and I got to really learn how to work the ranch and fell madly in love with it. And um, so it was kind of one of those things like, you know, at some point I would love to go back to that lifestyle. So it was like, well, what would it have been like if I would have stayed? Who would I have been? So Tequila cowgirl is
1: kind of the sliding door,
3: if if you will.
1: Cool. That's awesome. Do you do you plan on going back like, when you're more settled and in in life and having more babies? Do you plan on going back to the farm? If it's so
2: crazy because we were originally gonna stay out here for a year and then we got pregnant and so you know you can kind of plan. But what I'm finding is that my roots just keep getting deeper and growing deeper into Nashville, which is not a bad thing at all. I um, the people here are so incredible. And yeah, it just it, it, it's a, a town that offers so much. So we get to go back and forth to Texas quite a bit because we have family out there. Oh, and it's nice. like, as soon as we cross that border, I'm like, oh, the air is different. There's something about it that it's like, oh, my heartbeat. So we'll, mm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's awesome.
0: I got to ask this. I got to ask this very early into the interview, and I hate to do it with the ruffle feathers. Being from Texas, are you a Dallas Cowboys fan? <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I know. I <laughs> well, know. We're from Philly here.
0: So, you know. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> there was uh, oh, a. There's a running joke. I don't know if I can think of it now. Um, oh, I'll think of it. Anyways, <laughs> we, we've got jokes in our family. We're we're joke tellers.
0: <laughs> but it's, it's, it works out yeah, good. the
2: Cowboys. Oh, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> our boys. So, um, we we have a few songs to play a little bit later on uh, from the album. Um, A lot of these, a lot of the songs, based on real life experiences or or people you know. What what inspires your music?
2: Yeah, uh, this album in particular, it's such a wild story, Um, but it definitely is like the window looking into the last couple years of my life. And basically, how this album came to be was um, I was stuck in contractual agreements for a really long time, and it just, it broke my heart because it wasn't, nothing was, I was stuck. And um, when I was nine months pregnant, literally got the free and clear from everything. And I was just like, thank God. So (laughs) when my son turned two and a half months old, I was, I I told my husband, I was like, I've got to do this because otherwise I feel like something major would have been stolen from me. So Um, because I was tied up in contractual agreements, I hadn't really worked. And, um, so I respectfully had 1500 bucks to record an album in Nashville. And everybody was like, it can't be done. And I said, well, you don't know, seriously, eating cupcakes on Monday, (laughs) recording albums for nothing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Supplying <laughs> the odds. No, but it, it was one of those crazy things. Um, you know, where there's where there's a will, there's a way. And um, you know, I I didn't know what it was gonna be like to be a new mom. So uh I was talking to there there was a guy who I had met in Texas. I had seen him perform, he was a drummer and he was just badass. Like saw him perform, he gets off stage and I was like, Brother, I've gotta work with you. And turns out we're both in Nashville and um so when all was said and done I was like, Man, I'm I'm looking at this one producer in this one studio but it's a new place and they can't really house your drums and with the right mics and I was like, I don't even care if I recorded this in a basement. Like I just I, I just wanna record this album And he goes, Are you serious? I said, Yeah He goes, Well we can record your album in my basement I'm like, Well, Will you produce my album? So that's how that's how this came to be and Nate Wadan uh that's that's the gentleman's name he uh he respectfully really allotted me the the pride and power to be just the the singer songwriter artist and most importantly mother because I had my baby with me in the studio most Uh times so yeah and he you know and he was able to to really get in and do the nitty-gritty, dirty work, the hard, long hours, and which I didn't have to give because of, you know, being a new mom. So he he's the reason why this was all able to come about and come to life.
1: That's awesome, and it's awesome that you could bring the baby into the studio. Like, uh, I went back to work when my daughter was four months old, and it's just so hard, and thank God I had, you know, the freedom to do only part-time, and, and you feel like – even part-time is a lot to take away from your little new first baby, you know? So, um, how was it? Did you feel any, like, any guilt going back to work at all? Or how are you how are you handling everything now?
2: No, you know, I, uh, on days where it gets too crazy busy, because that, I am a, a true independent artist. Now, there are some independent artists out there that have like $100,000 backing them and much more than that (laughs) but I'm a true independent artist like I am wearing every hat and learning how to wear them very quickly Um, Mm -hmm. I I just am literally defying kind of all of the odds with this album but um, I have my son with me a lot of times and on days where it gets too busy um, I, I just kind of step back I'm like all right. not gonna do that again. Not gonna do it like that again. Yeah, because I I I don't want anything to get away from him, like at all. So, but you know, sure. he'll come to most of the shows. I did. Um, I played at Midnight Jamboree out here in Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> like, I mean, my soundtrack coming into the place might as well have been. We
3: brought the dog, we brought
2: the baby, <laughs> my mom, and my husband, and the band. I was like, we're here, <laughs> so it was fun. I figured better to ask forgiveness than permission, you know.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they get money and they get the whole family. Um, speaking of which, you have a very yeah. famous family. Uh, your father, obviously, is Johnny Lee. Had a huge hit with Looking for Love. And your mother is the uh, the lovely Charlotte Hilton. Have you learned a lot from them about taking this fame on and making this run? Yeah, I mean,
2: I, I saw how crazy and kind of ass-backwards this business was from the very beginning. <laughs> so I think, like, somebody asked at one point, they were like, "Now, did you rebel at all and, like, not want to be a part of this? I was like, yeah, I dated, you know. You know a-holes and, and had a dog walking company. Like, yes, that was my rebellion to like not be in the business. But, um, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, I can't deny it. It's just, it's in my blood. So I, I learned a lot and I, I, it's still cuckoo. It's still a crazy business. So, but they, I, you know, their work ethic and how they are with their fans that has probably spoken to me most. Like, my dad will stay at his show until the last autograph has been signed and last hand has been wow. shook. They're yeah. just,
1: they're so cool. So, yes. That's Speaking cool. of your your cool dad, I heard you guys have some pretty cool tattoos. Can you talk about that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <gasps> oh.
2: So... Yeah. My, so I digress for a second, but when I, I when Cher came out with if I could turn back time, I saw her in concert, and she had, like, the see-through pants on, and she had <laughs> tattoos on her legs, and my eyes, I was like, oh, I want those, so my mom held off, you know, held me off with fake tattoos, like, up until I turned 18, <laughs> so, um, I spent my 18th birthday in Missouri with my dad, and my birthday is in August, so it was a hot summer day, we had a couple six-packs of beer, and he asked what I wanted to do. And I was like, let's go get tattoos. So we found, like, this little hole-in-the-wall, ridiculous excuse for a tattoo shop. And uh, we were like, hey, we want tattoos. And he's like, well, I can't tattoo you. You're obviously drunk. We we're like, well, what do you
3: drink? <laughs> so we
2: went and bought this guy booze and picked one off the wall and asked for him to put it on her ankles and it's not on her ankles the guy did a shitty job twice thank god i mean my dad and i still look at this thing on our ankles we're well and again it's not on our ankles it's about four inches up and we're like oh god but
1: at least we both have it so and you can like never cover those up like it has to be too great it's such a good story
2: it, that's that was kind of it. I, I think if I had been alone in it, it would have been covered up. I mean, almost immediately. Yeah. But yeah, it
3: was.
2: It's one of those we we both got the same same one. <laughs>
0: the it's a, it's a party is forever. Uh, we saw some yeah. videos uh, where you and Dad were together. The <laughs> party is forever. Party is forever. We we saw. We saw some videos of you and Dad performing together. How much do you enjoy that?
2: Oh my God, it's so ridiculous! It's so fun. We, so he, there, there's one video that's out there. I look fat, but I was just pregnant. Um, It was like at that awkward pregnancy stage. You're like, oh yeah, she definitely eats cupcakes on Monday. But I was like, just that awkward stage. Um, But they, so the band. <laughs> they were awesome. They're so talented and great. But they started playing Yellow Rose of Texas, like I mean, so fast. And <laughs> my
3: dad and I both just kinda liked to each other like, whoa And uh
2: <laughs> anyways, he does this stupid thing. It's a
3: so stupid. But anyways, he
2: if you say like, um Oh yeah, well you can't do I don't know, you you can't do this and he's like, Well, you can't either so he it's just a silly little thing that my dad does, but when I said when I sang my part in the song, you couldn't see beyond yourself. Anyways, he whispered it to me, he goes, Yeah, you couldn't either. And between the band going as fast as they were and his little inside joke thing, I mean we both lost it and I mean immediately we didn't sing the rest of the song. We were crying on stage and the band continued to play it really fast and at the end of the song I was pregnant and I was just like, I peed a little. We need a mop up here, and it was just yeah. Oh, and uh, so that was good. And then when we performed at the Ryman, um, I was I was so excited, and I got this cute little dress from Jonathan Kane, this designer in Nashville, and I'm gonna sing at the Ryman. And I go out there, and as soon as I open my mouth to start singing, you can hear where my voice like jumped. My, he goofed me. Like he just straight up just got me with his thumb. Oh my and God! We
3: got off stage, and I'm like, "What the? What are you thinking?" And he
2: goes, "Well, I didn't want you to be nervous up there. I just wanted oh, you geez. to have a good time." I said, "I wasn't nervous until your thumb was up my...". So it was, we have like just we have a blast together. He he's just silly, but
0: anyways, that's great. You uh, you yeah. played the grand old Opry. That had to be pretty huge, huh?
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. These are like m- monuments, like dream come true moments. Sure. And especially to be able to do it with my dad, I, I have not been there on my own as an artist. Um, and that is something I'm very much looking forward to, but yes, they have, they've had me there with my dad and uh, forever grateful for those, those memories.
0: Terrific.
1: That's awesome. Um, you said chair but who who else inspired you musically, and um, do you have any favorite artists now that you're currently listening to? yeah, I feel like these are such loaded questions because I grew up like sorry
2: I listen to so no 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 it's it, but it is it's a common question um and i I should perfect it i just I listen to so many different types of music um like somebody asked if I was stranded on a desert island and I could not listen to anything but one thing for the rest of my life, what would it be? And it it would be Glenn Miller, uh, Moonlight Serenade. So no one would ever expect that. But, you know, I grew up listening to um, anywhere from Hank Williams and Dolly Parton and Patsy Cline to Madonna and Michael Jackson and Green Day and Like I mean, just crazy stuff. Like I'm a huge fan of Leon Bridges, uh, Rayla Montaigne. I love Casey Musgraves. Like all of there's just so many different. Like our playlists are loaded. So yeah, and that's a good mix. I like it. Yeah, thank you. We we always have music going in the house.
0: Yeah, that's we do that a lot here. We actually do a little uh, "What's on Your Playlist" segment. Mean Jewel. Go through our playlist, I and mean, it's just so vast the different <laughs> songs you listen to. And we like, we enjoy it. We like stuff. Like, yeah, I know, a lot. Um, so I love before, it. Yeah, before singing, you used to act. Um, tell us a little bit about your acting career. Is that something you want to get back into as well, or is singing really your thing?
2: Singing is, re- you know, if if it came back up, yeah, I guess I, guess I would. But it is. I mean the business is already like so bananas then you just add like zero control on top of it I mean yeah. like it's just you know and then I did one one movie it's like the worst movie ever I love you <laughs> Michael Pfeiffer if you're listening but it really was, it was he he did a great job and I, my hair was growing out from a mohawk and I was like at that awkward like 20 stage <laughs> in life and I got a starring role in this movie and my mom's like, do it. And then unbeknownst to me, like, yeah, you Googled Lee, and for the first like five years, that's all you saw. I was like, what the, f-
3: was I thinking? <laughs> no. Um, but on
2: the other hand, I like the very first thing that I booked was American History X.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yes. Which was like, my mom, first of all, had let me audition. I was in eighth. Grade. She let me audition because she was like, there's no way my daughter's going to book her first audition. And um, it was originally to play Edward Serlong's girlfriend. And there was, like, in the original script, it, it should have been X rated for, like, violence, sex, everything. Yeah. It was just nuts. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but I ended up booking it. And they were like, well, there will be a body double and the whole thing, and so we get to set and, God bless Tony K., no body double, and I'm in eighth grade. And we're like, well, <laughs> obviously. I'm like, my boobs haven't even come in. Like, I can't. Just, it's, it's all During wrong. You're in eighth grade? So, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, anyways, we we walked. Uh, you know, we, we left the set, but we got a call later that night, and Tony had written in a part uh, for me. So, it was, like, not an important role. It was, like, to play the girlfriend's best friend and I filmed for about a week and it was the craziest thing to be a part of and to watch Ed Norton work
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, it was just it was intense. Um but needless to say my part got completely cut out. My name is still in the the you know, the the things at the end. The what are they called? The credits. The credits. The credits <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Thank you. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um but it it was uh, wild, and Tony K, um, he wanted his name off of the film because Ed Norton had ended up doing a lot of the editing, and Tony's like that. That wasn't my movie. This isn't how I wanted it done. And um, but in all honesty, if it would have been Tony's movie, I don't think it would have gotten the notoriety just because of how intense it was. So it yeah, really definitely. it turned out to be a great thing, and lots of parts. Were cut out, and I mean rightfully, so like i said my my character there was no need for it um mm-hmm. but yeah, so I, I did that, and uh some other little things here and there, but if ever it came to be sure,
1: and um can you <laughs> <Long answer>. <laughs> you're... <laughs> and you're and you're writing and directing now, can you talk about any of the things you're working on currently? Well, it's mainly just I mean, my
2: my music and uh working on the music videos and that sort of thing and I'm already working on my Christmas album for two thousand eighteen. Oh, which nice. is so fun. And um thinking about a hundred steps ahead. So Yeah. Yeah.
4: Sure. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, I stay very busy. Somebody was like, uh, how do you do this? Like being a new mom and I uh, have a wife and three dogs and a music career. And I was like, well, I don't sleep. And then later on, they asked, they were like, well, <laughs> when well, we you see yourself
1: in 10 years, and I was like, asleep. <laughs> <laughs> sleep, <laughs> on <Yeah>. the farm. <laughs>
2: How old is on your son
3: farm.
1: now? He is,
2: let's see, what is today's date? He's almost 14 months, which is crazy.
1: Oh, well, yeah. I was, I was going to say, is this your first Christmas together or
2: this, no, no, he was, uh, this will be our second, but this is like the first one where he's really, um, getting he into loves it. the lights. We just took, <laughs> yeah, we just took him to Cheekwood, uh, the Cheekwood Gardens to see all the lights at night, and he was just, uh, I mean,
3: uh-huh.
4: loved it, it had a <laughs> hey, It's he's, pretty cool to be so
0: we saw uh, some young pictures of you with mom. You know, you go on Google and you see pictures of yourself as a little girl with mom. Um, do you want to have that with your kids? Like, do you want to like go to events and your premieres and all that, and and bring your children along? I mean, obviously you're already doing the studio, but you know, do you want to see them grow up and and follow mom around? Yeah,
2: I mean, if if I, I'm pretty, I, I like to use as much wisdom as I can. I mean there are already pictures of him out there and yes, he will absolutely be with me. Um, But then there's certain events, like I've got this thing um, on the 11th where, and I'll post about it on my Facebook page, but um, where fans will come up on the tour bus, it's, they're going to come and it's, it's, a really cool event. But anyways, fans will come up on the tour bus to meet me and uh, my mom will be there with me oh, and wow. take pictures and shake hands. But because it's in like a really small like kind of enclosed area, I probably I won't have my son with me there. Um right. Yeah, just not appropriate um for <laughs> so many reasons. I'm like tiny so germs in a tight spot. Um yeah. I'm still that mom, you know. i Like hand sanitizer um. <laughs> but yeah, so body sanitizer. If, if he, I, I would love to have him there. So, are you are you looking to tour soon? Yes. Yeah, I will, and we'll probably. What I'm thinking is do like maybe a, you know, two weeks on, two weeks off. And okay. um, yeah, I want him there with me. Okay. So I will have That's to awesome. have like yeah, my mom or. My mother in law somebody will have to come with me as well. Does she be my husband a lot? <laughs> is, she does. She it was kinda crazy. Um so when we found out that we were pregnant, she had moved to Nashville and I moved to Nashville. And she had her place and my husband and I were like, Well, it's kind of pointless to have you in, you know, where you are, like, why don't we just all live together? So we have been doing that for the last year and a half and it's been a lot of fun. And, um, she has gotten to be there for so much of quiet growing up. So
0: yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's great. That's gotta be, that's gotta be pretty awesome. I can't imagine living with uh, my mother-in-law and have it be Lucy Ewing, you know, like (laughs) one of my childhood favorites.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now look, we're all kind of squirrely and we've all got our things, but you know, (laughs) <laughs> underneath the glitz and the glam and all that we are skin and bones and don't put cheese back in the cheese drawer. But anyway, I
0: did it. <laughs> I see, you know, it. It's funny because, you know, I, I joke around. We've got this radio show and people always ask me about it. You know what? I'm just regular old me behind the scenes. And they're like, yeah, we know who you are, dude. You're not fooling anybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> gosh.
2: <laughs> I love that's it. All very, very yeah, you, so you guys change? have gotten to interview yeah. some cool people. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> who, who have fun. been your favorite? Oh, well, You. Um, <laughs> you. You're excellent I'll take so it. far. I'll we've take got it. Of
0: um, Steve Howie from Shameless is absolutely hilarious. Um, they're all great. We we get really lucky. We We've had some great people on here. And that's what we try to do, and we hope you're welcoming it. We try to just get the inside of people like we're not all hey Hollywood this and hey music this we'd like to know about the real you and that's what makes us successful I think and we uh, definitely appreciate you coming on this amount of time with us
2: oh yeah thanks for having me Gig
0: okay, time how dare we <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so um so if you uh, you get on tour any chance of getting you out here to the east coast I and mean, we're uh, we're in the Philly area but there's tons of country fans out here it's becoming very popular any chance of getting you up our right? way
2: Hey, you don't have to twist my arm. Wherever people will have me, I would love to go. That sounds fantastic.
0: Yeah, we'd love to have you out here. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For everybody who wants to know, the new album is coming out in January. It is called Tequila Cowgirl, and that was the first single off it as well. So you can find that on iTunes and check it out, Tequila Cowgirl. The artist is the lovely Miss Cherish Lee. You can find her at www.cherishleemusic.com on Twitter at The Lee and on Facebook at Lee Music. Cherish, on behalf of me and Jewel, I want to take the time to thank you so much for coming out. Would you like to do it again with us sometime soon?
2: I would love to, absolutely. Yes,
1: please. Thank you did so you
2: much. Did you
0: guys get to see the music video? Have you guys seen it yet?
1: I, I did. I watched, oh, yeah. okay. I watched it. Oh, okay. I heard the song. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, no, there's there's a, it's a, it's a kind, it's kind of neat, just a little music video, I put it out on YouTube, it's uh, Cherishly Tequila Cowgirl, so that's, that's there, and I'll tell you a quick insight before we go, um, sure. the very first shot, we, it was, it was kind of like this ridiculous truck to even get there, there was a, a wild story before we even got to the first place where we were filming on this farm, and uh, so my, Director Kevin Deems, he's going to take a drone shot of me riding in this cool area with the horse and the whole thing. And uh, anyway, so I'm on the horse and he starts up that drone and the horse was like, oh no.
3: (laughs) And it took off like through the thicket
2: with me on it. And I was just like, you've got to be kidding! And I mean, just hauled ass into the trees and the bushes and the whole thing. And I'm like, there is no safe place to fall off this animal So I just hunker around. In the meantime, Kevin's camera is somewhere up in the heavens. And, like, no one is paying attention to this expensive piece of equipment. They're like, "Uh, what's going to happen to Cherish? So I hunker down and, like, hide my face. And I'm uh, just hoping that this horse has, like, enough sense not to knock itself out. And anyways, so there's there's a shot, like, later on in the video where it's me riding the horse by the water. And it's after this had all gone down, and Kevin's like, do you think we can get you on the horse riding around the water? I'm like, Kev, come on. He's like, you don't have to if you don't want to. I just, I think it would look nice. I'm like, son of a (laughs) – all
3: I'll get on the hunt.
2: I'm just like – like, I have never been afraid of animals. I'm just like, please do not take me into the water. Please do not take me into the bushes. Oh, man, that's terrifying. it It was pretty ridiculous, but, yeah. Anyways, That's yeah, cool. so it's a tequila cowgirl, y'all. <laughs> yeah, That's a real tequila cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well, I appreciate you guys.
0: Yeah. Oh, and we appreciate you so much. You've really this has been outstanding. And as I said normally we wait to the eight thirty hour, but I seen you on, I had to get to it right away. And it's worth every second of it. You. you have been fantastic, and we hope to have you on again soon. Thank you so much, and great luck on your career. Say hi to your. Uh, to your mom from Jeff from the Stoop Radio Show.
3: Yes, <laughs> I
2: absolutely will. And I'm sorry I called in early. I just, I was like, I got no. no. I,
0: uh, I blame it on no. the cupcake. All right. There you go, Scott. Not at all. It was absolutely amazing. And then we actually got to spend a little extra time than we normally do. So that worked out perfect. I love it. All right, you guys. Well, have
2: an awesome night. And I hope to meet you soon. And yes, I. hey, if you guys hear of, uh, Anybody who wants a tequila cowgirl there, let me know. I'm gladly coming. I've had some people.
1: Yes, Absolutely.
0: definitely.
2: I'm sure you well. <laughs> Thank bye you, Cherish, you so much.
0: Thank you. Have a great okay. night.
2: Thank you. Good night.
0: Bye bye. It was one hundred and ten percent fun. She was hilarious. That was so good. Cherish Lee. Oh man, I'm really happy. Uh I know uh we talked about being early, but it didn't really matter. It was great having her on. A great interview, very funny, a lot of insight, a lot to talk about. It could have went on probably for the whole two hours, really, but, you know.
1: Oh,
2: yeah, her she have remember.
0: been her third, uh, the third wheel. Okay. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I knew she was going to be awesome. such a sweetheart, and she was. Yeah, you could tell. Um, you could tell just, you know, she seems fun and, and happy, and all the pictures you see and everything you read. And like I said, usually when we get – uh, Michael Stover, artist here. They're all very uh, down-to-earth people, all very fun people, all good stories. And, uh, you know, she said she would come back, and I would definitely take her up on that offer because we'd love to have her again. Lovely young lady. Everything we'd hoped for. Uh, we got a couple songs from her. Yeah, said so usually we jump out the music, but we talk to the artist first, then we'll go to the music. Uh, we're going to play two, and we're going to do this real soon. And the reason why we're going to get to the music so fast, our very own Jewel Tatey had an accident on the way to the studio. <laughs> Uh, Jewel got popped by a piece of equipment folks and I gotta tell you she through the whole interview with Cherish which we love we and we both wanted to talk over each other, after a few minutes I noticed Jewel had peeled back and she got real quiet and I look and she is holding her nose she's holding her eyes, she has a, she has a big bruise on her nose, she got hit with a piece of equipment and uh, she's reeling, so Jewel right now is, is playing at 50% but bringing it to you, that's just how great we do it here
1: I'm trying to keep it together. No, I'm fine. I just can't see out of one eye. It's fine.
0: No. My yeah. nose is yeah. gushing. <laughs> <laughs> She's got blood everywhere. Good. She's got blood everywhere. She can't see out of either one of her eyes. Um, terrific. That's how we do it here at the Stoop.
1: <laughs> Won't want to I
0: appreciate that greatly, especially after Cherish. She's wonderful. Let's play a couple of Cherish's songs. We're going to start off with the title track. The new album comes out in January 2018, and i got to tell you, you know me. I'm not a massive country music uh, fan, but I like this, and I like this mm-hmm. song. It's called Tequila Cowgirl. I already like that. Maybe that's why I like it, Tequila and a Cowgirl together. It sounds like a wild Gina Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> so let's play it. Uh, <laughs> Cherish Lee, the lovely Cherish Lee, our guest tonight, Tequila Cowgirl. will be back in about three minutes.
3: She takes her coffee black, wears her grandpa's hat Her boots are well worn in She's bullseye honest And she's restless as the wind She says, you know men, you can let them in And lead them to the trough But just like wild horses They tend to wander off Ooh.
0: Terrific to kill a cow girl. Tonight's guest, Cherish Lee, right here on the stoop. Awesome stuff. She was a great interview. Uh we did a share a little bit backwards. We actually um <coughs> had our guest on first, which was pretty cool. Uh not take anything away from Cherish Lee, but uh something just terrible. We just saw here on Monday Night Football. Uh I got it here in the background here studio. Pittsburgh steward linebacker Ryan Shazier Going for a tackle head first. Grabbed at his back. Legs are motionless and bring him out on a stretcher. This is very very scary what? stuff. Football being Yeah, oh, football being a very dangerous sport as it is. And Shazir went down in a heap and grasped at his back. Suddenly lay motionless. Very scary stuff here. We certainly hope that he is okay. I know you get rivalries in sports. I'm a big rivalry guy. But uh, you never want to wish an injury on a guy. There's players on the field crying, actually, watching this go on right now. Very dangerous. No way. uh, Yeah, so we we certainly do wish the best for Shazir, one of the the better players in in the NFL, one of the better linebackers. Real heart and soul gamer of a guy. He just lets it all hang out on the field. And now, uh, laying there motionless, uh, a little scary. So we certainly hope um, it's not as bad as we see. Whew, that was tough to watch. Holy crap. Yeah, it's been a rough night. We hope the best for Shazir and his Pittsburgh Steelers family. But we are not going to take the night away from Miss Cherish Lee. This is her night here on the stoop, so we're going to go right back with another song. We love playing music here, so I love having an artist. And this one, I just like to name of it alone. It sounds awesome. I, I heard the song and I like <clears throat> it. Uh, it's called Ain't Your Grandma's Country Song. Yeah. Oh, I like the sound of it, and I like this song. It's about four minutes long. Again, tonight's guest, Cherish Lee. And another hit, soon to be hit, coming out in January Ain't Your Grandma's Country Song. We'll be right back. Grandma's country song. Tonight's guest on the show, Cherish Lee. Outstanding. It's good stuff. Like I said, I'm not a country good. music fan, and I yeah, I love that. I love both. I like the, the slow one. I like that one kind of upbeat. Uh, certainly not my grandma's country song because my grandmother didn't really listen to country music. But you know she did. That would not be her. No.
1: Oh, my yeah, grand
0: did. What think my grandmother listen to?
1: My grandma loved John Denver.
0: Johnny Cash. Ooh, speaking of which, you know what we missed out on tonight, but we're gonna get back to it because it never top dies. Top five. Top oh, five. We got a top five list. And we have to do it because Jewel was so excited for it. Um not really my forte, but I managed to five find five. Our top five favorite country songs. Got Jewel so darn excited when we were doing this. She's giving me a big fan. Yay! And I did. You know, you could ask my wife. It's very rare that women give me a yay, so we got to, uh <laughs> we got to take full advantage of that. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's so a top five country songs, and I'm going to tell you, because my list is going to be pretty uh, vanilla, I'm going to go first, because I'm sure Jewel's going to bring it home with her list. Uh, so, yeah, here's my top five country songs. I didn't manage to find five. And at number five, in honor of our wounded warrior, Miss Jewel Tatey, tonight, I give you my number five country song, Take Me Home, Country roads. Oh, I to sing Mr. John Denver. Okay. I got to tell you, every time I'm out somewhere and I hear it, I sing it. I don't really know all the words, but I mean everybody knows like the main chorus, you know, yeah, Washington, yeah, blah blah blah. We all know that part, so I sing that part. And uh, okay. mur, mur. I know you're a. <laughs> I know Jule's a big uh, John Denver fan. She's over there with her broken nose and all that good stuff. So <laughs> we dedicate that song yeah. to her. <laughs> number, number, four is, uh, number four is really, I don't even know how I found this song. It's it a song I loved as a kid. Never really realizing it was country. Uh, it was Elvira by the Oak Ridge Boys. My heart is on fire for Elvira. Nice. <laughs> and we all like that about to do with the real deep voice. Hadn't you love that? Love that song as a kid. Elvira, the Oak Ridge Boys, number four. Number three And basically because I love this woman. It is Shania Twain. And that don't impress me much. Uh, (laughs) I like that song. I really do. We think it's going to be, it feels like a woman. That wasn't happening. I like that song. That don't impress me much. Uh, I don't know why. uh, Not like still
1: the one, like, I'm dedicated. No, no, no. Of course.
0: Can't be ones. Can't be cheesy ones. I'm not a big country guy, so that'll that impress me a much. That's not cheesy one. Are you kidding? <laughs> like I said, I mean, I went with a cheesy one. I don't really, you know, I'm not the big country music guy, so I went with the... Uh, I wasn't doing oh. man if performance. No, I'm sorry, because I don't... I need a lift. Thank you. You're welcome. We're sure facialist. I can killing her right about now. Uh oh, Jesus. Um, Yeah, but that's, you know, I, I like that song. number two I actually do get (laughs) I guess I can't get country serious I don't know what the hell that means but uh number two I do get country serious whatever the hell that means I just made up my own phrase um live like you were dying by Mr. Tim McGraw because I I say that phrase sometimes not enough times unfortunately I should say the phrase more uh than I do but you got you gotta live like you're dying every moment's got to mean something and uh you know, again, not a country guy, but I like Tim. I like Tim McGraw. He's got some good songs. He acts. He does the whole nine yards. Uh, and I like that song. Really, a deep song with, with some good meaning, and I really enjoy that. And number one, Jewel, hang on to your giggle hats <laughs> and put on your dancing shoes because my number one country song is "The Boot Scootin' Boogie" by Brooks and Dunn. I know. Okay. <laughs> I know. It shocks everybody. I mean, it's on my playlist. I had one the other day. Me and my wife were going somewhere, and it came on, and she's like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Ditch." Yeah, she couldn't believe it. Absolutely shocked that that came on my playlist, but I enjoy it. I get down to that song. I dig it. That's we're going good. boot scooting. Get down, turn around, go to town. The boot scooting boogie. There you go. Uh, just one country music fan's nightmare of a top five. <laughs> Jules, stay, today. What'd you? They all say out of this top five country mess I just made.
1: No, it was good. My my dad really loves Brooks and Dunn. He used to love that song, My Maria. I don't know if you're familiar, I, but uh, yeah, yeah, they're good. good. <laughs> they they can really sing. I know, um, I know my top <laughs> five. Yeah, well, I had to pick some classics for my top five, obviously, and um, but my number five is a newer country song because I, I like a lot of country i like the dixie chicks i do like a lot of their songs um i like you know a whole mess of people i i saw sugarland i saw brad paisley i saw sarah evans live they were all wonderful i was i was kind of drugged to the shows because i like older country but when i got through with the show i was super happy and glad i went so um number five has to be old crow medicine show with Wagon Wheel. It was like my college anthem. Oh, my goodness. It's like when when you heard it, you had to know the song because everyone was singing along. It was done over by um, Darius Rucker, I believe. But Okra Medicine Show are the originators with Rock Me Mama Like a Wagon Wheel. So that's Rock number five.
0: Me Mama Like a Wagon Wheel. I, love that. I do, You know Now that I know what song it is. I always thought it was called Mama Rock Me, but now I know. It's called um, exactly. And We used to say on the part, hey,
1: Amaretta, like we would get drunk and like sing that part, like Amaretta. I'm, I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to download that song later. The Darius Rucker version. I love that song. I really do. I love that song. How about that?
1: Old Okro Medicine Show is better version, I and, think. But, <laughs> baby steps. Sorry. I feel, like, I feel like I'm getting sick, too. It's like my face hurts and I'm getting sick, so I'm sorry if I sound like crap. Does your anyway. face hurt? Freaking kills, like i squinting, me, I'm just... and it, <laughs> it hurts to wear my glasses too because I'm like trying to read and I can't wear my freaking glasses, so I just chucked them across the studio. <laughs> uh, the classiest, the
0: classiest <laughs> radio show on air, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't give a one of, is, one of us is banged up and one of us is talking about living with their mother in law being some hot former Dallas star. <laughs> I get my head checked sometimes. <laughs> should I say? Yeah, I really gotta have myself checked out. Just shut it. Christ. Oh God. Yeah, I know. I, know. I should just shut it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, Number I four. I just... <laughs> oh. Oh. But okay. I got the I got
0: I got the thumbs up in the studio from from the wife, also about um Cherise. She said she was good. Lee was great. That was great. Yes. Yes. wanna cut yours. Come to cut, awesome. to cut you Hey. And there she is live in person. Say hi. hi. He never said hi on the air. Say hi on the air. Hi. There she is. That is that is the lovely wife. The only woman with enough senselessness to put up with me. Poor thing. Oh. Yeah, awesome. who my I kidding. She's seen she's seen her in action last night, ladies and gentlemen. We'll save that story for after your top five list, Joe. Keep going. I'm sorry to cut you off.
1: <laughs> okay. No, I'll get through this. The rest are pretty pretty classic. But number four is. Nitty Gritty Dirt Band with Rippling Waters to Wake Me. I'm not going to sing. I can't sing. You guys know I can't sing. But uh, Rippling Waters, holy crap, does that take me back? See, when I was younger, my whole family, like, before they had me, they had me, obviously, in Philadelphia, but my whole family lived in West Virginia on a farm. Oh. So they're very uh, country-oriented, and I'm like, the city the city child out, out of all of them. My sister before me, she was actually born on the mountain. So, um, yeah, we have like deep country roots, and uh, my dad always gets mad I don't have more country in me for some reason, but I'm like, hey, I'm a city chick, but I still respect and love country music. So, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band for Bloomwooders, number four. Number three, Johnny Cash has to be, and I was thinking, like, what's my favorite Johnny Cash song? I love, um... Ugh, What's that man song? No,
4: no,
1: No. it's like I don't even think that's Johnny Cash. When the man comes around, that's a good one.
0: (laughs) May or may not be Johnny Cash, but I
1: hope Cherish isn't still listening. But (laughs) Johnny Cash, Home of the Blues, number three. Number two, John Denver, For You. This is like my mom and dad's wedding song. It makes me cry every time I hear it. Every time someone goes away from me, moves away, I I always, like, put on this song and have a good, ugly cry. So, For You, number two. And number one, my favorite, probably all-time favorite John Denver songs is called All of My Memories. And it wasn't on, like, the... The best of album But oh my god His voice was just angelic And a man who was gone way too soon And he did just so much good for people And for the environment And for the world And he was just a beautiful singer And I love him And it just reminds me of my whole family So all of my memories Number one
0: Wow, alright it's a uh, very impressive list You definitely have more of a country root than I do um, I found my way through five songs but a good list either way, Booth, but a very good list. Uh, we will rehash the top five. Uh, Take Me Home, Country Roads by Mr. John Denver, who's very popular. It's on our list. Elvira by the Oak Ridge Boys, because my heart's on fire for Elvira. Uh, that don't impress me much, Bye, by Tia Twain. That don't impress me much, by Nia Twain. One of the greatest country songs of all time, and will so harshly laughed about it. Number two, Live Like You Were Dying by Tim McGraw. And number one. That boots good and boogie by Mr. Brooks and Mr. Dunn. I survived my list. Okay, on the tools <laughs> list, uh, the old crow medicine show, a.k.a. Hootie, a.k.a. Darius Rucker, <laughs> with Wagon Wheel. Number four, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band singing Rippling Waters. Number three, Mr. Johnny Cash, at least if you think it's Mr. Johnny Cash with Home of the Blues. <laughs> no, that's definitely him. <laughs> Uh, number two, a pair of John Denver songs for you, and number one, "All My Memories." It's a country night here on the stoop. I would never thought I'd say those words in my entire life, but it did, and it was worth it because was outstanding. Yes. Uh, we got more. We got more country coming your way, and uh, we'll announce um, that artist uh, in uh, just a few minutes. Beautiful, beautiful young lady, uh, also out of Nashville, Tennessee, that we. Uh, come to the agreement with to have on the stoop in January to kick off uh, the new year. Very excited about that. Um, yes. A couple of topics. I know we ran... We didn't run behind. We ran different. So I'm still trying to pick up the pieces because I'm a friggin' mess tonight. <clears throat> uh, I, You are who you co-host with, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, you asshole. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> well, I just got called an asshole in the air. Um... <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you don't hear that every
0: day. Actually, you do. Me and Jewel are the ultimate, um, what's that, water and oil, water and vinegar? Oh, that was. No, we get along pretty good, but we like to pick on yeah, each other great. Too.
1: <laughs> Good analogy. Uh,
0: yeah, we're a mess. Um, yeah, I, I kind of goofed here tonight. with it? Yeah, I want to do a topic, and I can't find a topic. Oh, my God, I had like a computer meltdown here. What is going on? (laughs) Here's a topic for you though. why I find topics. Um, God, did you stay up last night to watch that garbage,
1: Jewel? Oh, good Lord. I I was so
0: frustrated.
1: I was screaming, and I don't scream a lot of football. I was screaming. I
0: was so infuriated, Jeff. I have to tell you, I was bad. It was absolutely terrible, and the thing that really got me uh, was when I listened to the record, the Seahawks' all-time record with the uh, the referee from last night. And games that he referees for the Seattle Seahawks, they're eighteen and five.
1: Oh yeah, mm. yeah.
0: And the That's Eagles convenient. are five and ten. Yeah, the Eagles are five and ten in games. That this referee is on. Um, I find that kind of I find that kind of peculiar, don't you? I mean, to me, it's a little strange.
1: That's just like, oh, what's it called, home field advantage? You shouldn't have the Kinda same is. ref for that many games. No,
0: especially if he's like a local. Are you kidding me? Well, he's not really a local, but I mean, they all had their turn during the circuit. But it just seems like every time he shows up at Seattle, they win. Mm. And I was listening to Raiders. And I hate to do conspiracy theory because I am a massive football fan. I love football. I watch it religiously. Everyone was saying it. But everybody was saying it. And then I was hearing the radio this morning where it's like, not that it's a fix or a rig, but some refs will call some teams different. And just knowing their habits, knowing how they play, they won't call everything the same. I find that ridiculous. Mm Mm-hmm. That's like a policeman, like not quite patrolling your speed limit as much as the next guy, because he knows that red sports car tends to speed a little bit more. Right. Bunch of crap, but I mean, we're ten and two, so we're not going to we're not going to do conspiracy theories. We're still red hot. We're unfortunately we slipped a second in the conference now behind Minnesota. Why? Why is hand- that? I don't business. get that. Well, there's tiebreakers involved. We both have the same record, but there's tiebreakers, uh, like opponents amount of points scored, et cetera. Uh, it gets very technical uh, the tighter it gets. Uh, so Minnesota actually now holds the number one seed. Them and Eagles both at 10-2, and two, and i got to tell you, Minnesota's got a real nice club. So a little something to be alert of and uh, going down the stretch. They're going to be tough. But not for nothing. We're 10-2, no excuses. we got the Rams coming up next Sunday. That's a huge game. Jules has got her finger up. Yes, Do Jewel, we know how uh,
1: Ertz, <laughs> is. Ertz is doing? I know
0: he got hurt. Did not hear much today on the status of Zach Ertz. That obviously is huge for the Eagles. I know he was actually put into the official uh, concussion protocol, so it's never good news. But Hopefully he will be ready for the game this weekend because we need him. He's a big part of this team's offense. Yeah. It is National Cookie Day, ladies and gentlemen, as Jules slated earlier. And all the great cookie places that we don't live around. Thank you very much. We're getting three (laughs) delicious cookie snacks. Jewel Tatey, what is your favorite cookie? What is your favorite Christmas cookie? And do you like the Petzel? Give it to
1: us. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I, for one, am a cookie freak. It's just one thing I cannot say no to. I could say no to cake, but I will most likely never turn down a cookie. I freaking love cookies. If I could just like crunch up all the cookies and put them in milk and have like a little cereal of cookies, which I won't because I'm trying to be good. <laughs> but <laughs> there was a day when Chubby Joel used to <laughs> crunch up cookies <laughs> and put them in milk. Aww, Chubby. And, oh, God, stop. So, so my dad, you know, I, I come up the area for, for the stoop and my dad always gives my daughter cookies. It's either cookies or taffies, right? He always has a treat for my daughter. And today, I I, I didn't have a cookie. Mike said he bought this big Wawa cookie, but he didn't. I couldn't find it, at least. He must have hidden it. But I I come up, I'm like, Dad, uh, do do you have any cookies? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. I, I have cookies for Joey. I'm like, all right, but it's like National Cookie Day. And here, he went out and he got... Five packs of Wawa Fresh baked cookies And he got Ooh. Edmund's Chocolate chip Regular chocolate, not milk chocolate Milk chocolate tastes like ass But regular chocolate chip cookies <laughs> like
4: ass.
1: And I was just in heaven I, I just needed a cookie so bad And after I found out it was National Cookie Day I felt really left out So I'm just glad I had my cookie fixed today How about you, did you Did you indulge?
0: I I didn't really get a chance To indulge <laughs> Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna run this past you, and um, I'm doing a little research right now on uh, something before I give uh, this person credit. But um, yes, I do like a pizzelle. Reminds me of my father he used to make them every year at Christmas time. Uh, yes. Just put the aniseed in there, which was you know the anise whatever. Which yeah, but still I love a good pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite Christmas cookie though, and this goes for my. Uh, my man CJ is the the chocolate star, With the little oh really oh, I love those things. Ew. For, for but I'm gonna run this past you Joel, and I, I'm gonna see if if you were paying attention or if you part partook. I guess it, I don't even know if that's the right word. Anyway, my Halloween party. Did you eat the homemade chocolate chip cookies?
1: No, I didn't even see any cookies.
0: Oh, Who made I'm cookies? Give props. I'm going to give my wife's very best friend, and she was her maid of honor at her wedding, Miss Rihanna Austin Doyle, her married name, obviously, Rihanna Doyle, is the queen of the chocolate chip cookie. This girl makes the absolute best chocolate chip cookie ever. Well, God darn it. I'm sorry I missed it. <laughs> They were at the Halloween party. I missed it. Don't feel bad. I missed them. Ah. They went so fast. And everybody like, who made the cookies? And she now passed... Oh, I don't know if I should even say this on the air. It might be trouble. I'm going to say it anyway. She passed the recipe on to Cassie. Ooh, 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 baby. Oh, baby. Oh, and I'm telling you, these cookies. Woo-wee! That is my best cookie. That's my favorite cookie. And it's a shame because I'm telling hundreds of listeners, thousands of listeners, whatever, who may not ever get a chance to taste these bad boys... But that's... Oh, my God. And when I tell Yo, you... School, I will
1: make you... I will make you a pumpkin pie if Cassie makes me a little batch of cookies.
0: I think we should have a Stoop Goes Baking Night right here. Yes! yes. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> cool, the missus, cookie baking, beer drinking. Man, this sounds great. i are going to just cut off the air right now and do it right stinking now. <laughs> it sounds no, awesome. it, always, it
1: always reminds me of, like, a drinking cookie night. Uh, my girlfriend... <laughs> down AC it was like a couple years ago and and she ordered room service that never came but all she wanted was like cookies and wine (laughs) I'm like ew at the time and then I'm thinking about it I'm like god like cookies and wine sounds so good right now
0: (laughs) it's funny because when we were younger guys I can't say our age because we were illegal at the time but me and my high school buddies, shortly after high school, we would hang out and we would have Oreo cookies and beer. Ew. <laughs> yeah, and it, was Ew. it wasn't just like a one-time thing. It became a fixture where if we were getting together and having beers, somebody had to bring Oreos. Couldn't do it without it. It's
1: weird. Did you ever do the, like, the peanut butter on the Oreo? You like dip no. the Oreo in peanut butter? Oh, just it's weird. from a movie. <laughs>
0: Now for me, it's all about the um, Oreos and beer and uh, yeah, the Rihanna Doyle cookie. I was really hoping you, you had told me you had one because, they, oh, my God, they're so good. Damn
1: it. No. I was trying not to get sick that night because I know I was going to drink a sh- shitload. So.
0: Oh, my God. You you and Mike are like sours on leaf. I to... <laughs>
1: Well.
0: We both got a hollow have? leg. I know. Yeah, you we're, guys can hit. I was we're a good team. I was marveling. <laughs> <laughs> I was marveling at it. I, I don't know if I was marveling at it or a little jealous about it because I was like you know, clobbering my beers like I was doing. I just couldn't catch up.
1: You know what? He when he went out um is Friday because I was I was kind of hungover from Thursday from the overwinter show and then we went out Friday and I, I had I don't know I had like a vodka and then. I had, um, I went to the bar. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take it easy because, you know, I was a little tired. So I had a couple of high lifes. Mike comes back, and he has like five shots of Tully, <laughs> five, <laughs> five, five vodka drinks. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> like, where? And he was like totally fine. And he was buying Sheena like whiskey shots and stuff. Sheena, she's a drinker, and she drinks like straight up whiskey. But she did it smart because she had like bottles of water. But, stuff. yeah, it was it was a good night, but he got ripped. He really got a load on.
0: It's <laughs> good stuff. It's always fun. If you yeah. do it sensibly, it, it's always fun. Yeah. Um, that, that was the story I was supposed to tell about my wife. I won't. Some people drink sensibly and some do not. <laughs> not allowed yeah. to bring it up. Not allowed to bring Sorry. it up. She says she got mad at herself, and I'm not allowed to pick, I've been, I pick, pick on her. Then don't pick on her, you big old meanie. I won't. I, want, okay. I I'm a I'm an angel. I'm an absolute love. Um today is and I could not believe this when you told me the 25th anniversary of texting. Wow. 25 years ago the very first text message was sent out by a computer that read show me your boobs. No, I'm sorry. It read <laughs> Merry it read Merry Christmas. How about that? Yeah, where are you you would ask, where would we be without it? God, where would we be without it? Um, texting, Jewel. Are you a big? Eh, it's a silly question, but are you a big texting junkie? Do you like talking on the phone at all?
1: You know, I like talking on the phone. I, <laughs> I get so annoyed talking on the phone. I really do. I'm one of those people. I would rather just because when I talk on the phone, especially with this new dumb replacement phone, I can't speaker call and. I don't mind calling, like, talking on the phone if I could, like, do something else. But I'm usually, like, super busy. So, I, I mean, I'd rather text anything unless I really want to hear the person's voice. <laughs> you know? But uh that's crazy. That texting came out when I was five years old. That's pretty nuts. I mean, my mom used to oh, have, like, sweet
4: the big, Jesus.
1: The big uh, gray phone with the antennae sticking
0: out. <laughs> and, uh...
1: <laughs> And I remember my first phone was like a Nokia. Oh, my God. Yeah, like that. Yep. Same, same Zach Morris phone. Still,
0: still got the Zach Morris prop phone. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> my desk. But my first Nokia phone, it was like, do 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 I forgot the ringtone. But I was so excited to text. I'm like, don't call my house phone. Just text me. Right? And it was a T9, and you had to get used to it. And uh, yeah. when my phone broke, I actually had to use one of those stupid little <laughs> phones with the T t9 and i forgot how to how to like t9 text i'm like oh this is such a pain in the ass but now i mean oh, we do yeah. take it for granted and like sending messages it's like everything is so easy now but sure and relationships are quote-unquote easier because of that but what do you what do you feel are you a big texter
0: I absolutely, positively hate talking on the phone so I do it all day at work. And at my work yeah. now, we now implemented this texting system where we can text clients through the computer instead of calling. And I like it. I get so sick of being on the phone. Um, just That's to go nice. back to that, that Nokia phone that was real popular back then, the popular ringtone was... Yeah. I think everybody had that <laughs> ringtone. I love that ringtone. That ringtone just remind me of Saturday night's. Because my buddies would call me to go mm-hmm. out. Back when I was single, I had that phone. And it would start blowing up. And like, there's that jam. And then we used to hang out at the, um, before it was red it was the Route 1 Cafe. Oh, geez. now a, <laughs> a couple of my friends, you know, they made words to the lyrics. Like, going to the Route 1 Cafe now. Going to have a thousand beers now. Yeah. And we used to sing it, you know, in the car. We used to be driving in the car and going to the Route 1 Cafe God. now. Going to have a thousand drinks now. Yeah. A lot of fun. Boy, that was a uh, memory right there. <laughs> and we did. We would have, uh, me and my buddy would pretty much share a bottle of, uh, we would share a bottle of Rumpleman's and we would kill that and then we'd have a couple thousand, a uh, couple thousand mirror lights and uh, yeah. Oh, then we'd drive all the way down to Sheena State at so like three in the morning and good times right there. Good times. <laughs> It's, uh, it's in, in honor of tonight's guest In honor of tonight's guest Cherish Lee, I think she will just peed her pants can she told us that too I mean, laid back like, yeah, Hey you're
1: pregnant in the You know what that happened to me once and I was like I swear to god I'm going to be that chick It is not going to happen to me But it, it wasn't while I was pregnant It was after I had birth And I'm like oh, Holy shit I just... It just happened. And you're like, what the hell is happening? So, <laughs> you know, it takes a while to recoup, but I feel her pain.
0: Ooh, yeah, we're usually pretty open here on the stoop, and I'm not telling anybody <laughs> about pain in my pain. Pretty sure that's not. Okay.
1: That's the only uh, exception when you have or just had, had a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no no drunken piss, piss contest. <laughs>
0: No, I never uh, drunk and peed myself. I've thrown up on myself, but i never peed you never much. drunk and peed yourself? No, I've drunk and thrown up on myself. We've had that discussion Halloween the following year, year before. But no, uh, I've never peed myself, knock on wood. Oh, jeez. got decent control of my bodily functions when I, uh, when I get drunk. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, congratulations. Yay me! My brothers How used we... to, like, pee in the houseplants. <laughs> right. How do we get to this from... 25th anniversary of texting we, I we don't know truly, we are truly derailed because oh, we started talking about the new kid and the, uh, going to the Route 1 cafe and going to have a million drinks right. and then talking about having a million drinks and see yeah. texting the first text I ever got I'm not going to mention the person's name because this person to me is, is dead to me anyway first text said are you coming home tonight neighbor yep <laughs> okay yeah me and my uh, me and my buddy CJ had on a whim like we used to do back in the day, hopped in the car, drove all the way down to Wildwood just to have a Max Pizza. We didn't have a place to stay. We didn't plan on we drove an hour and a half to get a Max Pizza. And uh, my neighbor at the time and I mean discussed this person anyway, the text was coming home tonight, neighbor. I never knew what a text was when I saw him like, What the hell is this? How the hell do you remember that?
1: I guess it's like
0: I don't it really know, scary. I think, because I was so kind of befuddled with what a text was. I had the old Nextel, the two way phone. So to actually get a text on it was bizarre to me. But Ah, awesome. okay. Yeah. You I can't even figure it when out I... like an hour. <laughs> Read it.
1: When I went up Penn State, um, I had this, I guess it was like my dad's work phone. It was like a replacement for my Sprint. And he's like, you know, don't go too crazy on the texting. I was like, oh, okay, dad, you know, whatever. And me me and my best friend are like, hey, we could text now, like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I had a $500 cell phone bill that was like through my dad's work. So he's like, what did you do? Like, I don't even know how you could spend that much. Like, what were you doing? I'm like, I was just texting. And that's all it took back in those days. So you youngins, you don't even know. You don't even know the struggle of five hundred dollars. I was gonna say,
0: struggle is real. I know, right? Jesus, God, remember that? Like every letter was like a dollar, <laughs> right? And it was so long Man, to like, like get the freaking letter.
3: <laughs> Jesus. yikes!
0: Happy happy twenty fifth birthday, texting.
1: You know what's happy, amazing? Uh, Can I say this that? real quick? I nope. just found out Xfinity. Is partnering up with Boost Mobile, and they're offering prepaid internet plans. So, say you want internet for a month, it's like 30 bucks. Or you want TV for a month, it's 30 bucks. And it partners in with like your cell phone and stuff, so you don't have to have like an Xfinity account anymore. You could just like pay as wow. you go. Isn't that amazing? I thought that was like the best news because you know. Xfinity's expensive.
0: Eh, I like my shit just ready for me at any time.
1: Right. Just me. Right. <laughs> okay.
0: DMX, ladies and gentlemen. DMX. Favorite rapper of the 90s. He was sentenced to five years for tax evasion. Yeah, five years for tax evasion. 46 years old. Has 15 kids with 10 different baby mamas. man. Starting to already think of analogies with DMX, could stand for Damn Mama X's, or I don't know. It's don't a lot like it. of he, he, here's a hundred thousand dollars worth of fines, and he will pay the IRS back. Apparently, um, your question is, am I a fan, and do I feel bad for him? No, I don't feel bad for anybody making millions that don't pay the government. I make peanuts and I pay the government. Uh, I, I was, I was a fan. We were talking about the root one days. You know, Party Up was our jam. We'd walk in, DJ would play Party Up and, and Up and. Hit up and move, you know, good stuff. But yeah, I like DMX, but uh, he's falling off, and now he's got little government problems. Him and Willie Nelson are going to share a prison cell. So. Yeah, right? Yeah. You a DMX? You a fan? I know you like that rap stuff.
1: Uh, yeah. Not, not like his singles, but like his, his other stuff was okay. He wasn't, um, you know, he's not like on my top 20 or you know, even top 30, but he he was okay. He had some good stuff. Um, but I just don't understand how all these celebrities get caught up with tax evasion because don't they have accountants? Like, don't they have people looking out for their crap? I
0: know. It it's isn't ridiculous. the money. Shouldn't the money? Maybe I should go be accountant to the store. Shouldn't the money be taken right out of their earnings? Is that how it works? Like, and 15 kids, you know he owes, like,
1: 10 of them child support at least. Like, you know he doesn't at least live with 10 of the kids. I can't believe he has 15 kids. That's crazy. Like, 15, oh, my God. 10 different women, too. I've read this uh, this book by it – was, it was a really juicy book. It was called Tales of a Video Vixen, and it was by this chick. Mm. Her name is kind of nasty, too. But she – had relations with is. Superhead and she had relations with <laughs> DMX. She messed with DMX, she messed with Limp Bizkit, she messed with all these guys right. She had a she had a baby from Big Daddy Kane and she said <laughs> get this. She said DMX actually like barks doing the deed. Yeah? Barks and growls like like a dog because he thinks he is an actual dog. DOG isn't that uh, interesting? Um,
0: <laughs> I got to tell you, this chick better be able to get some Super X. She's really not that good looking. Oh, the... superhead. I Super head. I had to, of course I had to look it up.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, She's pretty... She actually messed with Jay-Z, too. Um, possibly during the Beyonce years.
0: I don't really see it.
1: Unless she's she, got some she's messed know. with... Well, Everyone. She was like a stripper turned video hoe turned, uh, you know, all over. Yeah. Um, what's Kareen her name? Super, Kareen. Superhead. Yeah, that's Kareen, Kareen Superhead Stephens. Stephens or something. Yeah. But yeah, it was like I'm, a, I'm, I'm... it was a fast reading. am <laughs> like, that... like I'm the library up college. I'm like, how the hell did I across, come across this book? I was doing some kind of project.
0: Yeah, she It was been with everybody. You're not kidding. Holy Jesus.
1: I know, right? <laughs> and she would talk about them in detail. And they are like, oh, my God, this is so in-depth about these people. But
0: fun read. <laughs> Congratulations to Superhead. That's some name. Yeah. Congratulations. We go from that. <laughs> we go from Miss Superhead to the greatest story of all time. When I saw this story, I said, "This is me right here." The guy goes into the Waffle House at 3 a.m. <laughs> for some drunken breakfast, and he finds the stamp of the Waffle House in the back, sound asleep. They're What's open. What's my man do? Hey, yeah, they're open. The stamp's sleeping, but they're open. What's my man doing? His drunken self cooked his own goddamn breakfast right there in the Waffle House. If that ain't dream come true, I, I don't know what is. <laughs> Uh, you know, he decided to cook his own breakfast. He documented his goodness on social media too. He let people know it. They came back the next day and, and paid for his meal, which is nice. Jewel Tatey Three AM, you're drunk, you walk into Wawa, everybody's asleep. You find up your own sandwich?
1: I don't know if I had the balls to do it, but you know, definitely some of my friends would, would be the first to hop back there and do it. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I like my food cooked for me when I'm not feeling too hot. But, uh, yeah, Alex Bowman is his name, and he's a former Army medic. So he was like a straight-up dude, and he's from South Carolina. And he cleaned up his mess. So, you know, he was, like, in the Army because he, like, straightened up. And he made a Texas bacon cheesesteak. That oh, just sounds God. delicious. That's right?
0: no, and that does. And they weren't that even mad. It, it actually did something for the first time in history. Uh, it's actually made history, this story. Uh, it's the first time ever that somebody actually cleaned up at a Waffle House. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, somebody actually cooked a Waffle House and cleaned up. So they were stunned by stunned by that. That's probably why they weren't mad at them. They were like, what is that guy doing? Yeah. are they <laughs> because... to be Dirty? I don't, eh, you know, I go into them, I'm a little scuzzed out. I haven't been to one, obviously, in years since I've been down south. Oh, man, you place. have
1: to go to the one at uh, up Penn State. That is, like, the cleanest, nicest. I mean, that's the only one I know of. I, I know that, that they're down south, but, like, the only one I've been to and have been to multiple times is up Penn State. And, man, that place was awesome, and it was super clean.
0: The Waffle House.
1: Hmm, how about that? Interesting. But they weren't even mad. Thanks. They invited them back, so...
0: How could he get mad at that? Probably the best cook they have on the staff. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say probably the best cook they've ever had there. Jeez. Talk about talk about having it your way. I thought it was Burger King. My man at Waffle House having it his way right there.
1: That's all right. Right. I wonder if that's even on the menu.
0: (laughs) It is now. I'm sure it is now. From one hero of mine to another hero of mine, this sweet little possum, who broke into a liquor store in Florida, and got ripped on some bourbon. He's got good taste, at least. My man, this little possum makes it in a liquor store, pops over some bourbon, has his own little party with his possum girlfriends. You know, he was wrecked, from what I read here. And uh, but <laughs> now, now at the end of the story, said he didn't have a hangover. Like, how the hell did you know? Did you did you check him the next day? How we doing, bud? Uh, I... I know, <laughs>
1: like like the vet said. Oh, oh he didn't have a hangover though. <laughs> what? They gave him a lot of fluids, is the thing, and he was there for like two nights. So, the little guy was okay.
0: Oh, man. Sheesh. A dream come true for all humans, and here's this little varmint living it up. Trapped in a liquor store for two days. Bourbon. I'd rather have had some beer. How do you I, I, get, I like, get the liquor? Yeah, how do you get that thing open? I mean, do you knock it off a shelf or something? I've seen my dog do wild things, so I guess I can't really say that. I guess anything's possible. If you really Cracked want it bad open. Open
1: a bottle of liquor with nothing in it. Oh, so he, like, cracked it open himself and then drank it. <laughs> 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 you literally cracked impressive. it open.
0: <laughs> That's impressive. That really, I'm, I'm impressed. Did, did we get his name or not? His name is... He <laughs> had <laughs> the other guy's name at Broken Waffle House. I, I thought you might have had this thing's name, huh? Your research Beedie. sometimes is amazing. Beedie. Beedie. His, Beedie. Name is <laughs> His name is Beedy. His name
1: is Beedy, And he's nasty paper. looking. Oh,
0: God, oh I can
1: imagine. They're in my drop. trash, like, all the hammer, time. It's
0: frightening. Hammer, no. I can't take oh, my trash yeah, out if they're dark. Ugh. Now, them and raccoons. There's a raccoon that, like, nasty. He, like, makes a living, like, right behind my work in the dumpster. It's disgusting.
4: See, I He's would
1: cute love to see that. a raccoon. I don't want to see a skunk. I see so many skunks by my place. It's like they they come and charge <laughs> me.
0: Skunks, rats, kind of this. Sh-
1: At least raccoons don't spray you. It.
0: Yeah, that's true. They'll just rip you to shreds. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, let's uh, let's tell the folks what's coming up. On the Stoop Radio Show, now that we did our topics, and man, it seems like weird if we do the show backward, with the guests on first, the show seems to move faster. Kind of neat. Anyway, coming up on the Stoop Radio Show, Wednesday night, this coming Wednesday, hump day, we spent it with an exciting actor by the name of G-Rod, B-E-T series, Bounty Hunter, looks like a pretty cool dude. So uh, we can't wait to talk to our man G-Rod. That's going to be on the 6th right here on Stoop Radio Network. On the 11th, we bring back another Michael Stover entertainer. He always brings us great people. As you heard tonight with Cherish Lee, we bring in Philip Broussard. Pop music singer, former Navy man. A lot to talk about this guy. We're going to have him on the 11th. We're going to play some music from him. Get to know a little something about him. I'm very excited for that. That is December 11th. Philip Broussard. December 13th, more live Philly music the way Jewel Tatey loves to bring it to you. Vita and the Wolf. And I got to mm-hmm. tell you, if she is anywhere near as good as the artists we have had on, she's be some pretty exciting stuff. You're shaking your head she's now.
1: freaking incredible. I was listening to her oh. today just because I love her voice. I, I let my mom listen to it. Oh my God, her voice is like Oh, it gives me chills every time.
0: So you're, shake, you're shaking your head and you're like, boy, I'm telling you. That's because I'm saying, like, Mm-mm.
1: That's what I was doing with Sheena mm-hmm. on Friday. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah, child. Oh, yeah.
0: So that's next Wednesday, the 13th. Philadelphia is being in the Wolf. Very exciting. Uh, the 18th is currently up for grabs. So if you're out there and you're some, some kind of talent, feel free to reach out to us about December 18th. Because if not, I or if you're
1: a guest I, I gave the spot to, you could answer me back.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know who you are, but yeah. I <laughs> told him. I told him. Uh, December 20th is a couple Wednesdays away, but this is going to be a goodie. She played Amber on Married with Children. The beautiful Juliet Tablack is going to be here. Boy, I am so pumped. For the inside scoop behind-the-scenes marriage Children. We might have her for like an hour. We're going to ask so many questions about the show. And we're going to put her on the hook. I don't think she's listening. We're going to put her on the hook that night, too. We're going to ask her about every character, and who's a dick in real life, and who is great in real life. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm going to. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. Christina Applegate has to be the
1: nicest person ever. I can see Katie's ball being a little stuck-up.
0: I heard Ed O'Neill was like the greatest. That's what everybody says. So we're going to find out. We're going to find out from Julia Tablack. And you know, she hasn't done anything acting much lately, so Mm -hmm. the hell she cares. She'll burn the bridge. Love it. Can't wait. So excited. (laughs) Great time. Uh, The 25th is a Monday night. We celebrate Christmas. So, you know, we're not going to do that. But we do have two. Two new guest announcements. A couple that we just nailed uh, this past weekend. Well, I didn't nail them. I'm married. Well, you know what I mean.
4: Jesus.
0: If I was single, I'd nail. But you know, right, let's keep it clean. Oh my God. Jan- <laughs> January 10th. This girl is exciting. Lovely, lovely, lovely young lady. Adorable. 18 years old. Country music singer.
3: But um, I hope she's
0: 18. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's. No, oh, come on. Relax yourself. Every day right now. <laughs> she's lovely. Uh, Brianna James is her name. Um, and she is a. Uh, Making a quick rise. A lot of buzz about her all over the internet. And I uh, you know, spoke to her, spoke to her management team, and they've agreed to have her on the stoop. She's got a new album coming out. We're going to try and get some music. We're going to have Brianna on. She looks like a very fun exciting young lady. Uh, we're very excited for that. January 10th. More country music. Brianna James here on the stoop. And then on the 15th, a young lady by the name of Sarah Minich, actress. Her new show is called Godless on Netflix. She's also appeared in Better Call Saul, the uh, Breaking Bad spinoff. Actually, she was on an yeah. episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, she was on an episode of Breaking Bad. Oh well. Maybe it gets, yeah, maybe sky. I mean, she was like, uh, like a kind of like a party girl. That it was how they referred to the character, but she's she's been a lot of stuff. Very attractive young lady too. That and, show, uh, Godless, God God, looks good. amazing. It does look pretty good. I was watching. I gotta go home and, and watch that. that. Really yeah, should be cool. And I'm uh, very excited to talk to her. That's going to be great. It's uh, you know, a whole new horizon. We like uh, I, I like actresses that have been in many different things. You get a feel for different actors and, and shows and formats and all that. It's going to be very cool. Uh, that is on the 15th, Miss Dara Minich. So we do have January. We're booking some January people. We've got some people asking. We've got some people on the cusp that we've been asking. So let's make the new year a great year right here on the stoop. Whoop, whoop. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for bailing me out there. We are going to cut you uh, a little bit short tonight. Um, like I said, we we kind of blew through everything nice. We didn't do what's on your playlist tonight, but I think we're going to hold that off. Uh, we're going to let Jewel heal. She's a little banged up tonight. She's a trooper for uh, a little over an hour and a half. And we love her. For... <laughs> she does, and she honestly looks like she's got punched right in the face. <laughs> And that's what happens, folks, when you try to cross the show's house. You don't want to do a topic, boom! Right? Now. I know. Next week, she be oh. begging to do my topic. No, I'm kidding. Now, a little unfortunate incident with a uh, computer product that uh. yep, My eyeball. <laughs> right. Now. Her eyeball. He got her eyeball. Got her nose.
1: Cut first, this whole side first, of my face. Not so much here
0: or here. Right here <laughs> Jewel T with a Tommy Boy reference dynamite. Nope ship shape. I take your order. My God, what happened to your face? I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kinda of felt bad because like, you know, Jewel sits down. We we get to roll on pre show and she's like and and I see it plain as day. I mean you can't miss it. And she's like, Yeah, Yo, you see my face? And I'm thinking myself, <laughs> Do I see your face? How do I not see your face? Your nose is like 10 times the size it normally is.
1: You know what I'm worried about? I gotta see how Sparks looking like this.
0: Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. Poor House Sparks. He's gonna be like, holy oh, shit. I was like, poor me. Look at that face, Mike. I was talking to her on the radio <laughs> chair like she was a cutie. I'm all flirting. Look at this banged up nose, chick.
1: <laughs> he gets swathed
0: <laughs> Coming at him. She looks like, Hi. like an MMA fight going on. Oh, <laughs> uh, you House Sparks. <laughs> I'm Mongoloid Jewel my like massive news Alright calm down nah. <laughs> It's not that bad, not that bad. It, really, it really isn't that bad I'm totally exaggerating about it But she was a trooper If that was me I would be upstairs crying Bitching and whining I wouldn't be on the show because, I can't
1: go on. I'd be I was crying somebody. involuntarily <laughs> Both my eyes are like Tearing There's like
0: fluids I thought <laughs> making... she was all crying about cherishing Hey, wait a minute. We can't go anywhere yet. For the love of mother, we can't go anywhere yet. We got one more from Cherish Lee. What am I doing? What are you doing? I don't know. We got one more song. The just gave me the wince of pain there and said, I got my news. Uh, this one is a duet. And dumb me, again, being the horrible host, I am forgot to get the name of the gentleman she does the song with. But anyway. <laughs> I that. some that Boogie uh, a Boogie Boogie? <laughs> Excuse me, it's boot scoot and boogie, and that's not the song.
1: <laughs> bougie DMX bougie,
0: bougie, drop. Boogie drop. Boogie, Chop <laughs> Boogie Boogie Superhead Chop Scoot <laughs> Boogie thing. Anyway. It's serious. Like it's our big thing here on soup, Getting Serious. Um <laughs> I forgot the hell's saying. Oh yeah, Carefully one more time. Before we leave the air tonight, uh, this song is called "One Pillow Over." Basically, this is not the theme song to when I'm sleeping in bed with my wife because it's uh, more like every pillow is hers. That is the sequel. That's the remake.
1: Don't have your own pillows? We we both have a yeah, pillow. We, I have my Tempur Pedic. Yeah. He has this like floppy piece of shit.
0: <laughs> we used to have two, and then you know the last one in the bed usually gets. A half of one, and it's usually the real shitty, like rock hard one that's like ridiculous to sleep on.
4: Yeah. Needless to
0: say, that'll be me like She already made it right bit' bed. <laughs> so, like, I'll be sleeping with that hard one. Anyway, let's get on to the song. We've got about twenty minutes left in the show, so we're gonna come on to share with the bleh, 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 bleh. stop and start again. Let's get on to the song, and then we'll come back and do some sign-offs while Joyce is her nose down. Um, one pillow over. Cherishly, we'll be right back.
3: is stronger than a jolt in a coffee cup. But the way you smile at me, baby, is the antidote for my own crazy. You saved me from the man I
0: Wonderful, Miss Cherish Lee. Lovely interview, lovely person, great time, and a great song, One Pillow Over. The song, a duet there. It was cute. It was a cute song. Um, so me and Jewel were uh, planning our uh, lives during the song there, and listening to the song. Uh, this Friday night, we are making our way down to Helium Comedy Club. Downtown Philly. And Joe gets giddy, just thinking about it. Hal Sparks is making his appearance. Hal Sparks was on our show a couple weeks ago. He is playing three big shows. I'm sorry, five big shows in three nights. In Philly this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, seventeenth and ninth. Thursday is uh eight o'clock show. Friday has a show at 7.30 and at 10, and Saturday is also 7.30 and at 10. Tickets will vary uh, price-wise depending on the night you go, $18, $22, and $28. But I'll tell you what, this guy is so funny, so talented, so awesome, such a great interview. Definitely worth seeing Mr. houseparks' Sparks. So definitely looking forward to that. Oh, my Next God. I can't wait. We're
3: going to be how?
1: I
0: can't wait. Jordan. Roughed up. Those are going to see how. And afterwards, we're going to have a uh, after-party at the Stoop Studio, uh, featuring uh, <laughs> featuring um, Jessica Barth and uh, Hal Sparks. It's going to be in my basement. Oh my the Still the worst way, moment. Huh? Yeah, still the worst moment in Stoop history. Megan, <laughs> hey, come to my house. I am not coming to your house. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> She's <laughs> She's <from> my family. Leave
1: <laughs> me <laughs> F off Jeff.
0: What's that? No, yeah. Yeah, no. F off Jeff. I know, right? <laughs> I would've felt Katie. better if she would've said that. <laughs> no, seriously, but that. That is this weekend. We're looking very forward to that. As uh Jules taking a stoop on the road. Since she uh was out Thursday night, Friday night representing the stoop. I'm trying to do it this weekend again with Hal. And then uh never know. Never know where Stoopers might show up
1: talking to great people, talking to a lot of people. So we're um, setting stuff up for the coming months, so stay tuned.
0: We certainly are. Stay tuned. And uh, like I said, if you're listening and you know an artist, somebody with some talent or, you know, a manager or you are a manager, or whatever it may be, and even if they just want to have their song played on our show or want to come on our show for an interview or if they want to uh, spit at us from oncoming traffic, we'll set up a date to stand on the street corner and they can throw stuff at us. That'd be a great time as well. Tune into the Stoop the Stoop Radio One on Twitter, Facebook, the Stoop Radio Network. And on Instagram. I forget the name because Jewel handles all the Instagram stuff. Stoop the Stoop Radio One. On Instagram. The
1: Stoop Radio One on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram, Jewel Tatey, and on Facebook and Twitter. All Jewel Tatey. JP tady Shark exactly. seventy
0: one. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's tady. You Can't change that. <laughs> No, I love it. we might I a to change that?
1: <laughs> Do you imagine? Me? I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't
4: know.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: This is excuse. girl looks like she's just stepped out of the ring with Sugar Ray Leonard. She's here putting on <laughs> me. I'm nervous. <laughs> no, really. Good show tonight. What a great time. Thank you again to Cherish Lee. Thank you again to Michael Stover for bringing us. Uh, he always knows who uh, who we like. Uh, actually, he's got another artist, and her name—her um, last name is Casey because it's a little difficult to say. It's uh, Swedish. Her name is uh, Nina, Swedish artist. He uh, is setting us with uh, setting us up with her in January as well. Uh, we just haven't set the date yet, but uh, she's performing with uh, members of Europe, the band Europe, Final Countdown. Yeah, it's oh wow. cool, well. cool. Yeah, stuff. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So um, we're going to have her on. We we like Michael Stover people. Uh, we've had them in the past, um, Ed Roman and uh, Richard Lynch, and uh, of course tonight, Cherish Lee, Eddie Mann. He's got good people. It's always a good time. So for tonight, we are going to pack it in, folks. We thank you so much for joining us on a TGIM episode of The Stoop. I know I had a blast. I know you had a blast. She got so excited, she really got to, "quote unquote, into her work by getting hit in the face with equipment before the show started that's what I call taking one for the team. Thanks, Sean. Remember, Wednesday night Wednesday night is G-Rod. I'm excited. I feel like I get to act tough because G-Rod's going to be here. And he's going to be like my bouncer. Like Like somebody gives me the oh, shit, he- yeah, G-Rod's here.
1: Oh, he's going to be cool. We already talked. We're homies. I'm excited. Hey, you homies. know who he worked with? Oh, my God. You know who his show is? <laughs> is by Irv Gotti. M&M's like arch nemesis, isn't that funny? <laughs> wow, that's some good stuff.
0: I like it. We're gonna have a gang war right here on the stoop. I ain't messing Wednesday with G
1: Rod though. I'll get my other eye punched. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mess- yeah, look like you already messed with G Rod. Looks like we were talking to him earlier <laughs> and he gave it business. It's gonna be great stuff. That's Wednesday night. Do not forget. Same time, eight o'clock. That goes for you too, G Rod. Not eight. 8- not eight o'clock. Eight thirty for you. <laughs> nah, she's awesome. some she's like oh going. So I feel so bad. I called in there. That was great. Worth it. Definitely worth it. All right, mm-hmm. so remember, set your dials Wednesday night. We will be right back here on the Stoop Radio Show for the lovely, the amazing, the greatest co-hostess with the mostest, the loser by 10-round knockout, Jewel Tatey. <laughs> I'm going <live> it down. <laughs> no, you won't. Not tonight, at least. I am Jeff Shark <laughs> Perini. thanking you all and reminding you all don't be a douche.
1: And don't.
0: <laughs> and don't, don't walk. Into walk.
1: <laughs> no, don't walk with a laptop at eye level,
0: because <laughs>
1: you'll get hurt.
0: Safety first. Anyway, I love. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, safety last poor thing. She's going to show up to Hal wearing like one of my goggle things that the basketball players <laughs> wearing to get <laughs> back The oh, thing no. is, like pressed against her nose you look like aliens. <laughs> no. Hi, you must be true. Stop oh oh my wrap. god, what happened to your face? Zoltan. <laughs> Hi, uh, Hal. <laughs> I'm Jeff Brini from the Stoop. Hey, nice to meet you. This is my co-host. Hey, this must be true. Oh my god, what happened to your face? <laughs> uh.
3: Don't
1: <laughs> be, be <sighs>
0: Nope. Yeah, hopefully. enough of us I'm sure you're sick of us thank you for tuning in and we will talk to you Wednesday night bye 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 Uh, terrific